0: recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by Funk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski.
1: Hey, Devo
2: Spice! Hey, Luke Ski! Right next to me is Mr. TV's Kyle! Hi, I'm pointing. Yeah, uh, And over there in Des Plaines, Illinois, it's Insane Ian. I'm in this thing too, and I'm dancing also.
3: <laughs> yeah, we all did this stupid dance. Welcome to episode 579 of the Funny Music Podcast for July 22nd, 2021. The title of this week's episode is, And Whose Appendix Is That? And your job is to work that into our conversations this evening. So...
1: Whose appendix is it, anyway?
3: And whose appendix is that? So. My
1: favorite game!
3: <laughs> uh, let's do that.
4: Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up.
5: Hey,
3: what? Oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to?
2: Uh well, uh, watch Mickey house now or die <laughs> hey i said actually- that not you <laughs> so yeah um uh carrie and alexan were in town visiting and that was uh uh super crazy funster times um so, that was an uh, interesting
3: series of videos you posted
2: yes so uh on one of the many evenings uh, that's usually not a sentence you want to hear what yeah one of the one of the many evenings uh when uh uh carrie you know occasionally because you know she gets up early with the kiddo and is tired and likes to you know take little naps here and there we went into the erica haynes memorial bedroom and um uh that's where i was sleeping during their visit because i was on the futon and um I got the. Uh, I at some point I, I suggested to Alexanne, like, "Hey, why don't we get my my puppets out?" Because she had found them and just kind of found them on her own and like brought them out and was messing with them. And I, I also
6: not it. a sentence you generally hear. Hey, let's get my puppets out.
2: Yeah. It's a show. Um, so. We we put my phone on a tripod and we just and we filmed a bunch of uh, little puppet videos on my phone and I was intending to put at least one of them up on TikTok but I didn't have any specific plans for how all of that would work. I just started filming one. So the first thing we did was I said, "Hey, I'm gonna I'll be the Luke puppet and I'm gonna be myself and I'm gonna be talking about plugging the 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 funny music podcast and you be the Devo puppet and you can just start saying silly things while I'm trying to plug the Fumpcast and talking to you like your Devo." And that was the only the only lead-in I gave her and and we just this and, and I started and it just became this thing of beauty it it still cracks me up when I watch it and I'm so proud of her for being so funny <laughs> so so yeah so I posted that on you know my TikTok and uh and uh um uh, facebook and twitter and, and instagram and everywhere else uh we did a handful more some of which involved the the ian puppet and the kyle puppet uh and also the carrie puppet and a monkey um uh and so on my facebook version i just kind of put all of the rest of those videos underneath the 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 the, the funk Fump, <laughs> the Fumpcast plug video and just put them all as comments so everyone could see them all but that was a lot of fun so now, at some point in the future, not right now because I have to prepare for Fum Fest, but I I need to make some more puppets because first of all, I need to make a Lindsay that's been a big <laughs> obvious you know missing mm. one in my repertoire. Yes, but I need to make a new one for Alexan now that she's not the baby anymore, so that uh, Alexan can have her own proper puppet whenever we get together to do stuff. So, oh, that'd yeah. be cool. Um, so yeah, and then you know we we went to the Disney parks. Uh, we uh, which was the first time I was back there, and uh, we um. We went to a, a cat cafe on Melrose um, called uh, I think it's called Crumbs and Whiskers, and uh, just oh alive, so alive, alive oh yes, just like twenty six little kittens running all over the place, and uh, that was great. Um, just oh, and I should just generally say we um, we were uh, Carrie and I were actually able to record enough podcast segments uh, to do another bad rapport. In fact, the last forty five minutes worth of segment block, which I'll break up into smaller blocks, was all recorded while. This podcast was happening last week, and where we were was waiting in line to exit the parking lot at Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> so <laughs> literally 45 minutes of us in my car, slowly waiting to get out of the parking lot of Santa Monica Pier, is, is where we recorded all that. Bad for so,
1: sanity, good for podcasting.
2: Yes. So that was a thing. Um, and I'm sure I did other things, but that's the main thing I'm thinking of. The other main thing is just me trying to get my life organized and be practical and and at some point on my to-do list very soon is uh go back through all of devo's emails about Fumpfest and <laughs> write down information and answer questions and figure things out because I need to make my Fumpfest to-do list um and so that I can make sure I'm uh you know ready for it and part of that includes actually rehearsing my songs so
3: yes please yes <laughs> Oh, so crap, that's been- a thing
6: I should be doing. Yep,
3: yes. I, I, I made a list of all the songs I have to rehearse and stuff.
6: <laughs> I, I need to rehearse the songs that I'm in that are other people's songs.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, that too. So what have you been up to, Devo Spice?
3: Uh, Well, last weekend we went to Connecticut to visit my parents at, at their beach house in Connecticut, which was fun, except that my father is very sick right now. Uh, oh. It's not COVID, um, but he, he, he has been sick for a couple of months now since he got his second COVID shot. Um, mm. It's been one thing after another with him. And just the yesterday or the day before, he finally got a diagnosis. He has pansinusitis, which means all his sinuses are infected. He has all the sinus infections. Oh. So he's going to be on some serious antibiotics for, for the next few days. Um, if he's not better by FumpFest, he won't be able to come to FumpFest because he will be useless and he will be coughing up along the entire weekend. So um so he won't be coming if he's not better. So I'll keep you guys posted. I know a lot of people look forward to seeing my father cuz Yeah, here's hoping he
6: feels better soon. Yeah. Now that it they was, finally diagnosed what the problem was. Yeah.
3: He was it was it was bad. I mean, he's you should see his his like he has a, a written out schedule of all the medicine he has to take and all the stuff he has to do. Like he has a nebulizer and he does a sinus flush and stuff like that. And it's like 5 a.m. do this, 6 a.m. this, 7 a.m. this. And it's like every hour or two all day up until 9 p.m. It's insane. I'm I'm really glad that sentence went the way that it did because you started it with you should see
6: his, and I thought the next word was going to be mucus, and I really don't want to <laughs> see that. So I'm glad
3: yeah. that you meant other things. No, thankfully I didn't have to see his mucus either. I just had to listen to him coughing it up all weekend. But uh, so he, I love he, the word
1: nebulizer because it sounds like something Dr. Frank would say. Yeah. Behold, my nebulizer! The <laughs> <A> nebulizer!
3: <laughs> the squishing and the or,
2: sinuses! Or, or, <laughs> or invader Zim or Dr. Doofenshmirtz
3: or whatever. It's like...
2: Grr,
4: where is my nebulizer? <laughs> I ate it
3: for lunch. The Eludium <laughs> Q36 explosive nebulizer. Nebulizer.
6: <laughs> where's the chew? There's supposed to be an earth-shattering a chew. <laughs> so naughty and complex.
3: Um so other an uh, other news, this is actually animation news. I watched the new Resident Evil show on Netflix, the um the animated version. It's very cool and Infinite our,
6: Darkness. I've been I've yes. been meaning
3: to watch it, but I haven't seen it yet. It's good. Um, Joe J. Thomas plays the president of the United States. Oh, which, oh wow! Yeah, which is really cool, and it was also mild, somewhat disappointing because the president doesn't have a lot of lines, and it's <laughs> like. It's like they went out of his way to not give the president a lot of lines. It's like... <laughs> you know, it's like the you know the Secretary of State comes into the Oval Office and gives this whole long speech and the president just stands there like, mm, all pensive. It doesn't say anything. Mm, just just looking all pensive. And then the guy walks out and that's the end of the scene. And I'm like, he was there! And then there's another <laughs> scene where the president <laughs> is going to give this speech to, you know, to the nation to, to try to turn, you know, something about China and, and blah, blah, blah. And... He gets up there at the podium and cut to another scene, and I'm like, "Come on!" <laughs> so it, it was frustrating. <laughs> did they did they cut his
6: part, or did they like? No, he does- had
3: he had some lines. It just, and he they may have cut his part down. I don't I don't know, but the, he did have some <laughs> lines. It just seemed like they went out of his way to not let the president talk in this series for some reason. It was weird. But it's a so good show. You don't show. want a it's character true.
2: like a president to be political.
3: Right. No, no. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, but... No, it's it's a good show if you're into the, the zombie thing. So I'm into the Resident Evil thing. You are into I'm the Resident the Evil thing, thing. So, yes. So, Ian, what have you been up to?
6: Oh, goodness. Uh, many things. I uh, decided to make a song about the season finale of Loki and released that last week.
1: And I uh, helped.
6: And Kyle <laughs> helped, because Kyle... Kyle drew the the single cover for it, which uh, is getting me in trouble with Songcast. They yep. don't want to distribute it because they don't want to fight Disney. Yep. So just I like to... I
1: just like they helped shoebox. Any <laughs> more of you is gonna ask me to draw stuff.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I think we're <laughs> done. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> right. too
1: model for you're, y'all. you're too you're too good.
6: Um but uh, no, I, I did that and uh, I actually recently was cast in a online web series sitcom. That is uh, filming stuff soon. Uh, I'm playing a German interpreter named Johan. And uh, (laughs) I, (laughs) yeah, that's a thing. And uh, so we are uh, filming a trailer for the series soon so that they can do a Kickstarter to raise money to actually do the series in production. Uh, And that's going to be happening soonish. We're filming that in uh, beginning of August uh, to hopefully film a series next year. Uh, So that's kind of exciting, fun stuff that I'm involved in currently. And uh, beyond that, working on new album stuff. I've released a couple new songs on Patreon. Uh, The album probably won't be ready for FumpFest. However, I will still have things to have purchased at FumpFest to get you the album when it does come out. Uh, And my set uh, for FumpFest is going to be nothing but new songs.
3: Ooh. Easy.
6: So that's exciting. Yes. And uh, other than that, I've been playing a lot of PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. So.
3: Alright. Sounds like fun. Kyle, what have you been up to?
1: So just before I walked in, I was dealing with credit card fraud for the second time this year. Ooh, oh, that's fun. Uh, this time, and actually, this was part of the last one too, and so I don't quite understand how this works. Um, there was a zoom account that is somehow attributed to me that was giving me like these nearly $500 charges. And I don't even know how to spend $500 in zoom. They told me what credit card, like what credit card, what the email address was attached to it. Not one I own. It has my name on it, but it ain't mine. So that was fun. Uh, yes. Um, besides that fun and cool thing are happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, so have you guys ever seen like uh, Shrek retold, where like yeah. people, like remade the entirety of Shrek scene by scene? Um, they uh, a group is doing that as well with um, the first SpongeBob movie. Although I think that's going to be all animated, I think uh, called uh, SpongeBob the Movie Rehydrated. And uh, I uh, just recorded. They only wanted a backing track because the actors for the movie are going to sing it. But I did a. Uh, cover of best day ever, which, uh, has been on my to-do list for a while now. And I was so intimidated to do it because I'm like, can I actually play this? But (laughs) like sitting, sitting down to do it, it really, it wasn't, it wasn't all that tough. Um, and so with that off my plate, I've got, uh, you know, I've been working on an EP, uh, and the song we're about to talk about as part of it, where it's a a companion EP to go with the, um, with five fidelity, where it's other songs i wrote a long time ago that never made it to a proper album uh and so i am choosing to only have two songs left to go otherwise this is going to become longer than an ep <laughs> <laughs> I,
6: I don't know what that means says the guy who put out an ep that was 10 songs
1: and so, yeah well this is going to be 10 songs yeah uh, with, with the two bonus tracks uh, um
3: well, then you may not be allowed yeah, to uh, call it an EP when you release it. You may have to call it a thing that it plays extendedly.
1: Uh, I don't think anyone's actually going... Like, I'll pay the album price to release this EP, <laughs> and I can call it whatever I want. Who's, gonna, who's going to actually well, that, stop Well,
3: that's what happened with Shoebox, with the Pac-Man EP. He wasn't allowed to call it the Pac-Man EP because it hmm. it was too long.
1: Well... The the word EP wasn't actually going to be in the title of this thing anyway because it's supposed oh, okay. to be the child of Why Fidelity and Five so it's just called uh, Lil Deli <laughs> <laughs> And then my my uh, French and drew what their what the child of like the two monster creatures from the covers would have had. So nice. yeah, um, perfect. Yeah, one of the one of the songs I'm working on for that is uh, I had to like I don't have a existing recording that i know of of this old song and so i kind of had to just like remember all of the lyrics uh to a deliberately childish blues song i wrote before my voice change called uh the i didn't do nothing but they're yelling at me anyway blues uh and then in addition that made me think of another song uh i actually did i actually did write a couple of parodies when i was in middle school and uh I wrote an absolutely brilliant one.
3: Uh, In middle parody, school, you say? Uh-huh.
1: Uh, a parody of uh, Billy Joel's uh, uh, indelible uh, The Longest Time. It is about being at a county fair, and uh, the uh, the uh, produce that you are uh, presenting for competition is The Longest Lime. Yes. That's Pause for applause. Brilliant, yes. Applause. Okay. <laughs> And so uh, what I did is uh, I, out of excitement, got out the lyrics to The Longest Time, wrote out the ones that I could remember, and then wrote the rest of it. And so what I'm going to do is write a completely different melody to go with these parody lyrics that I wrote.
6: Oh, okay. Ah, uh, the Buckingham Blues method. Yes.
1: What was Buckingham Blues uh, supposed to be? Uh, Jack, Jack and, and Diane. Diane. Oh, okay. Wow.
2: I that, that well, yeah, and then and then, yeah. ironically, years later on The Simpsons, he performs a parody of the belt of Jack and Diane on The Simpsons. <laughs> yep, that reminds
1: me, I uh, have this in my pocket. Yay!
6: I am jealous. None of the, none of the uh, record shops in Illinois g- had got them in. None of the ones um, that I could go to, anyway.
1: For those who are just listening to this, it's the uh, Weird Al Records store day beat on the brat teeny tiny record,
6: the three inch um, vinyl, yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, I was not I was not going to search for it because I figured that my uh, chances were slim but uh, my friend Aaron Che uh, surprised me with a copy of it oh nice. cool so, yeah. lucky yes <laughs> <laughs> yes I am yeah. although the, um, the prices for them aren't too terrible on ebay right now which i only know because i was looking for other teeny tiny records because i bought a teeny tiny record player and i didn't want to just have one record
6: <laughs> i haven't i haven't even bothered to look because i i fear it
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway i don't even have a regular that, uh, record been...
3: player let alone a teeny tiny one so i gotta get the regular one first and then i'll get a teeny this tiny
1: one so one will hang out by my fisher price Um, but yeah, so besides that, I've been continuing to work on The Snoopy Show, which continues to be a super awesome job. Uh, I've been continuing to send in pitches to the Cartoon Network Shorts program, Uh, and though I have sent in seven, I've only gotten uh, rejections for two, Uh, so they are really backed up because I've been sending these things in since May. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I, I
2: have not gotten a rejection for the one I've sent in yet, so... I'm just kind of like.
3: Well, then you oh. know they're backed up. If Luke hasn't gotten rejected yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bill Cop texted <laughs> me today telling me that uh, one of his got rejected, but I was pretty sure that he sent that in after the one I did with him, and definitely after yours. So hmm. uh, I don't know what's going on.
2: <laughs> oh, and then so we put out episode 200 of Kyle kind of Luke talk about tunes. And how long was that episode? A lot. And then, and last night we recorded an episode where we had special guest Candy Milo. And how long is that episode going to be? About the same.
3: <laughs> well, that's good because I, I thoroughly enjoyed the 200 episodes. Of, uh, big congratulations on reaching 200. That was fun.
1: Yeah, bravo, guys. Someday we'll get caught up to the fun cast. Yes, even though that is not possible.
6: <laughs> Considering we're you're both continually appearing
2: out episodes. That'll be an amazing feat if you do. And
1: uh if I ever
2: have the spare time which I probably won't I want to take the part where uh Frank Totoro uh started doing Starscream and I started interviewing him I want to turn that into like a little animatic. Of, <laughs>
3: yes, of you the should NPR totally do interview that. interview
2: with Starscream.
6: <laughs> Randomly after uh after that episode of the podcast uh and then Kyle posting his new song on the thump Frank Totoro followed me on Twitter. <laughs> oh,
1: sweet. Frank's supportive. I like him.
2: It's like when he says, "Like oh, we're best friends now." He pretty much means it.
1: <laughs> He's a nice mug
3: man. All right, so Kyle, you posted a song. I did. Give us a quick intro. We'll give it a listen.
1: Here's a new song I made out of an old song.
3: All right, here is a cat named Flo by TV's Kyle.
1: Let me tell you all a story that goes off the rails I was in a pet shop called Tails and Fails I thought I'd walk out with a little goldfish But then everything went slightly amiss There was a cat inside that caught my eyes It was cute in its way if you could look beneath the flies I brought it to the register, they said her name was Flo Then they said there was a thing I really ought to know Before the clerk could even start to say another thing I paid and rank cause I am very bad at listening I sat little Flo upon the passenger seat But soon the seat was gone, is that what a cat eats? I got to my house and Flo ate my door The fleas on her body we were super hardcore. They ganged up on me and they said, You know,
4: this house now belongs to a cat named Flow. A cat named Flow, a cat
1: named Flow, a cat
4: named Flow, a cat 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 named
1: Flow, a cat named Flow, a cat named Flow. To bring you the second scene My Scooter Picnic Brother insane I was attacking tad concerned that the
6: fleas began to talk Then one pulled out a gun and said Now turn around and walk The rest had grabbed my wallet and passed it on the Flo The next thing I knew I went out my window As I sat there stunned in the middle of the road I thought to call for A, but nothing needed toad I'd call for the police but what could I say Besides the fact the fleas also took my phone away As I brushed myself off the head back into my home I heard a nasty sound and my heart sunk like a stone It sounded like a weasel choking on an arcade token Next thing I knew I saw my my house was smoking. I opened up my door and I cried at the disgrace. Flow and all her friends seemed happy in my place. My whole house was trashed. Then I saw my trophy case. Twenty years of bowling memories just had been erased. A cat named Flow. A cat named Flow. A cat named Flow. A cat named Flow.
5: A cat named Flow. A cat named Flow. A cat named Flow. A cat named Flow. A cat named
1: Flow. A cat named Flow. A cat named Flow. A cat named Flow. Bringing it in in with with Chapter chapter 3, Here's a verse from the great Luke Ski.
2: So for my final battle, made the weapon I would use. A ball of Roman candles, I ran in and lift a fuse. I holler cow as I lobbed the Deathflow's head. But all the missiles, Mr. And blew up my house instead. Dustin chucks and trickin' wooden floats showing her claws. Tied up by the fees, which be close to kitty's jaws. But when I was an inch away and clearly could be seen. She really wasn't a cat at all. She was a Wolverine. And by that what I mean it was Hugh Jackman in disguise. He stood right up and I sat there, befuddled with surprise. He's researching a role for a new movie out in May. The phase were featured extras making 60 bucks a day. The film went all the Oscars on the fans still my debris. Just then, I got an item in a package sent to me. A garment reading, I survived a name Blow attack. And all I got is T-shirt on a TV sky track. I got name flow. got name flow. got
5: name
4: flow. name flow. name flow. I got name flow. I got name
3: Oh, look, another earworm by TV's Kyle. What a surprise.
6: (laughs) You think that's bad? Try working on it.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. How many times did you have to hear that chorus?
6: (laughs) Uh, Sarah yelled at me.
4: (laughs) And I helped.
3: So this I was just yet, yet another
4: was Sarah, Sarah
3: <laughs> This was yet another Old song that you updated
1: uh, Yes although uh, Quite a bit more of an update than most Of these uh, the original Was um, the f- Like this is me In I think middle school like realizing That if I sat at a piano and went A song came out um, <laughs> And uh, And then like Coming up with dumbest possible thing i could have come up with for what the song was and you know that was just like that like that piano part dun, 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 like that's like the the, 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 chord, the chord structure is pretty much the same but i was just, like singing in a like bad southern accent the whole time and you know <laughs> it's uh, you know there's no rapping involved in the original at all i was gonna ask uh,
3: if there was kyle and, and ian verses in the original
1: there were not.
6: It was It was <laughs> almost kind of a more bluesy kind of feel to it. Like, yeah, that's because
1: I didn't know how to frigging play very well.
6: <laughs> no, I meant vocally. Vocally, it seemed a little more bluesy in the original.
1: Hmm. It wasn't my intention. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to do a, a, bad, a bad country accent. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so when uh, I was looking through old songs... That uh, hadn't made it onto proper albums to do for this EP. I came across that, and I was thinking, uh, and you know, this this wasn't an immediate thought. This is kind of like a thought that, kind of like, creeped into my head over over several years, and then this is finally my excuse to do it. But it's like, hey, uh, like uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. Is a song we like to do live a lot, and now you know, time has not been kind to a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. And so I thought, hey, maybe I should write something else to kind of, like, take that's place, and that could be Cat name Flo. And so, uh, yeah, I got uh, Luke and Ian involved, and, you know, someday we will all be at the same event again, and <laughs> then we can do this song.
6: And I'll remember my verse to this just as well as I always remembered my verse to, <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar.
1: I feel like Luke didn't particularly write his verse to be memorized easily. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I.
2: I remember, uh, on one of his spoken word albums, Henry Rollins talks about like, he did this, he was like doing this big concert somewhere and I forgot what the song was, but it's like, he knew that if he said the first line that the rest would just flow and then they (laughs) flow, uh, and that he'd have the whole verse or the whole song would be fine. And that like, he got out there and the song started. And then one of the, uh, one of the person like one of the other people in the band like did the wrong thing or played the wrong chord and was like Oops, oh yeah, wait, okay, now we fix it. Boom, now we're back at thing. And like because that distraction happened, he completely forgot the first line of the song and could not remember anything. So instead he kind of went they kept playing the song and he kept going around to like each member of the band, like like, rocking out with them, like, "Mm, yeah, check him out. (laughs) Like, (laughs) look at this guy on the drum. And like he did that for like three minutes, and then when they got to the end of the song, he just went, Yeah! And then like the crowd went crazy. (laughs) He was like, Oh thank God that worked.
6: Well, that's that's like what what Chris Blue from the Presidents used to say is like if you screw up while doing a song, just do it twice and it's a part.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, mentioning you know Fumpfest rehearsal before. Uh, back in the old school days of my early performing at conventions, I typically had you know a multi-hour drive from where I lived to wherever I was performing. During you know, and I was usually by myself, so I could just practice singing my songs while I was driving to and from these places and uh, now I can't you know that's not really not a thing that happens anymore and just the way my life tends to go the notion of I'm gonna set a time set aside time during my day-to-day life to just stand in my apartment and <laughs> practice these songs, you know, never really seems to happen either. I My typically only practice I, I get is once I'm at the convention in the hotel room, if, if it's, if, if everyone will leave me alone for a little while in my hotel room, I'll get to practice each song, like maybe once or twice before I actually, you know, that day or a, a day or two later get to perform them on stage. So I'm making it a personal goal for Fump Fest to, to like, do that but you know unfortunately we, we won't be performing this song there but you know the rhythm of the, what what kyle and ian had done first of that kind of Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. it's like okay that's the rhythm i want to try to hit syncopatively with you know almost every line of this song and uh you know it's so it's it's one of those like you said it's like it's a bit of a tongue twister sort of, but once I can get those syllables, I mean, if, if I can memorize what's up, Spock, I can memorize anything. <laughs> yeah, that's, you
6: know. that's, that's the thing that was, that was kind of the, the cool thing about this song, is Kyle had this original song from ages ago, and he had this new version that he just wrote just his part on. And he sent us both versions. He's like, here's this original song that I want to redo. This is what it sounded like before. This is what I'm going for now. We're going to do this kind of like an improv game. You continue the story with your verse. And which is how a lot of the Scooter Picnic songs kind of go anyway. Yeah. Uh, But uh, for this particular one, that was really the, the main idea behind it. And he sent it to us. And both Luke and I try to incorporate stuff from the original song in our verses.
2: Yeah, see, uh, I was ta- I was actually taking my cue from you because I saw your finished verse first and I saw how you put that whole uh 20 years of bowling trophies all gone yeah, waste, and I'm like which is, which is a line from Kyle's original yeah. version. And I, and and I'm like, "Oh, cool. Okay, so I should, you know, I should follow Ian's uh, you know pattern there and try to do the same thing in in my song, but, you know, put my own twist on it for the very end because uh the, uh, it's the, it, was it originally the last line of the song about it wasn't really a cat at all, it was yeah, a wolverine? Yeah, I mean, it really wasn't yeah.
1: really torn a cat at all, it was a wolverine.
2: So it's kind <laughs> of like, you know, so basically I kind of added a bizarre denouement to the song that wasn't there the first time. <laughs> well, that,
6: that that was really kind of like the thing I, I, I enjoyed about this song in particular. And that was kind of the note that Kyle gave us when he sent us the songs originally. You said in the email, here's the original song, you can use stuff from it if you want. You don't have to. And I went challenge accepted, <laughs> and kind of decided to 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 liberally borrow certain things that I enjoyed from it because I enjoy the original song. I mean, I like being part of the new thing, but I enjoy the original version of the song the way it was. And uh, you know, I I always like resurrecting old songs. I've done it before myself, so I you know I feel that camaraderie when you do it too. So. Uh, You know, the sounds of chickens is a song I wrote when I was 12. So come on. <laughs> it's clear that that was song was written when I was 12, but uh yeah, no, I, I anytime I get to, I get to write following a weird storyline that you've started is like, Oh boy, scooter picnic
1: vibes. Let me get into this. Yeah. So <laughs> and to be fair, the only reason this isn't a scooter picnic song is because it's a remake of an old TV Kyle song that's going on, uh, TV style EP of like old reimagined songs. So, like, right. you know, conceptually, this is no different than a scooter picnic song. Exactly. Yeah.
6: Exactly. It's the same process we always use. When we were, when we started writing this, I thought it was a scooter picnic song because I wasn't aware <laughs> of where it was going at first. So, my my first originally, number one, I, I uh, apparently wrote it while I was asleep because I ignored some things that happened in the end of the first verse. And my verse contradicted. <laughs> yeah, and he went this is great except that it sucks so do it again
4: <laughs> oh that's cute but it's
5: wrong
6: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so i i redid things and i i had put it all into into one doc and when i originally put it in the doc i titled it you know a scooter picnic song and he went no it's actually just the tv's kyle song and i went well okay cool i didn't know
2: so. yeah my my original last line was you know uh, all I got this T-shirt and a scooter picnic track, and then Kyle said, "Uh, you should."
3: It's the same number of syllables, so make a TV skyle track. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so if we add Luke to scooter picnic, does it become like a scooter buffet or a? It's the Great Scooter Picnic. The Great. Oh, okay. That's a, that works.
1: Which is like an '80s uh, children's show with with puppets. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's one of those, like, direct-to-video, you know, <laughs> Disney Muppet things where Scooter is having a picnic. and, <laughs> <laughs> and this, a this honestly
6: yeah. would be a, a, a great song to have a puppet video for, I think. I, I like, I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm not saying do it. I'm not saying, Luke, do that. I'm saying this is one of those things where, like, if we were together all together, this would be a cool thing to work on. Yeah. I'm not it's, trying to like here, Luke. I, do I, 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 more work. I'm not. I don't ever want to do that. Well, <laughs> uh,
3: Luke's going to be in Chicago on the Monday before FumpFest. You guys got like four days, so. so not you want saying to do sure it, that rehearsing but
1: won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? If you want to ensure that rehearsing absolutely doesn't happen, <laughs> right? You yeah. Make a music video. Oh, I hey, will. Something look-
3: at- I, I will lock Luke in his in his hotel room like for the day before Fumpfest and just be
6: Rehearse! Do it <laughs> Well, I do do what I do, Luke. I you and I both do delivery driving technically. I just make a C D of the songs that I'm have in my set and I just rehearse when I drive.
1: I'm um.
2: I <laughs> I, I'll probably do that, but it, the, I'm just always worried that even with the GPS on, if I get too in my head about the song I'm rehearsing, I'm just gonna like keep driving by. Like you were supposed to turn left over there, dumbass. It's like, oh crap! Now I gotta turn around and you were. Oh, I didn't be- realize that your GPS was Glados. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Plus the fact that uh, uh, a one, uh, you know. I have a depot to go back to and there's actually people monitoring what I'm doing and where I'm going and how long it's taking me to get there because they're giving their customers like, Oh, he'll, you know, they'll be there in X number of minutes. And if I'm, you know, if, if I get behind, you know, I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm I'm doing my best to like <laughs> keep my
3: ADHD under control. And now, now I'm picturing Luke on stage at FumpFest going, can we rock? What's up Spock? Can we rock? Turn left in 500 feet. You know, um uh
2: what was i gonna say my brain went away for a moment um ah oh that's what i'm gonna say so just in dealing with you know my my adhd and my anxiety and my depression you know people will talk about stims of like things they do that give them that little you know little drops of, you know, dopamine or happiness or whatever that helps keep them going every day. Uh, I figured out recently in my life that one of the things that actually keeps me going is coming up with new ideas. Whether or not they actually become things doesn't necessarily matter, but just the fact that I thought of the idea and even for a moment go like, oh, I'll be really creative if that happened, you know, uh, is is a thing. So, so having said that, I have had thoughts like especially when Disney Plus added uh the Muppet show and I started watching old Muppet show episodes I'm like I could do another episode of the Muppet show. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no there's really no reason why I couldn't do another episode of the Muppet show.
1: That episode of the Muppet show could be a Saturday morning special.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it could, it very well could. Um so yeah, it's like I, all so there's so many ideas that I've come up with for Marscon or for Funfest that were just basically born of oh that's an idea I should tell Devo immediately and or I should I should write this down I should make this a big priority and then I end up you know it's 2 weeks to the con and I have a list of like you know 37 things I have to do you know uh because I had all these ideas and I'm just trying to you know I'm trying I'm trying to balance between it's okay that you thought of that idea and made you happy for that moment and maybe you can even write it down doesn't mean that you have to do it it doesn't mean that it's going to happen just and just be just accept that ahead of time you don't have to beat yourself up over not having created a thing that you thought of an idea for you know so so yeah but but you know i i also think that much like i'd buy that for a dollar this would make a great puppet video uh especially if we you know made a puppet cat for flow and all of the little (laughs) termites and stuff like that would be great i would love that. doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it's a good idea. Hope, but it's a cool idea. <laughs> Hi, we're full of cool ideas. Do we accomplish them occasionally?
3: <laughs> the fun. sometimes we do things occasionally.
6: Yeah. Yes. So yeah, you know, you're just building puppets, and you're like, "Well, whose appendix is that?"
3: Right there we go, ding. ding. I need a sound effect for when people do, do this. <laughs> a- 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 <laughs>
6: <laughs> you said the secret word!
3: <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, we have uh, some feedback questions for Kyle from Draconis. So I'm going to do this. Draconis.
2: Draconis.
1: Draconis. I know uh, this thing I'm, that I'm doing with my hands looks like I'm plotting, but these are new finger stretches that I'm doing because I have <laughs> had some issues with my hands recently. Um, you,
3: have to, you, you have to do like, excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> Opa Burn style. Lisa needs
1: braces.
3: Exactly. <laughs> don't. don't. Exactly. Don't.
4: Bye, my. All right, what's the question?
3: All right, so. <laughs> Draconis wrote, Kyle and Luke, will you two have an episode where you both compete on one of the Guess the 80s cartoon theme songs?
4: No.
2: <laughs> See, that sounds like the kind of thing that would be the idea of somebody else on a podcast who wants to have us as guests on their podcast mm-hmm. So that neither he or I would have to do any of the prep work So neither he or I right. would know what any of the 80s cartoons would be So that, you know, for example <laughs> That's if, a good point know, Tony <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good point, yeah <laughs> Yeah,
1: so it's like It took us nearly 200 episodes to have a segment <laughs> <laughs> we tried
2: having a comment segment it was nixed very early i hated it yes <laughs> but oh we should talk about our the segments that we've come up with uh since you haven't been on in a while
1: uh sure yeah we started a new segment on kyle lou talk about tunes in which uh we find an old saturday morning preview special like you know the specials they would have on on friday like the evening before uh, a new saturday morning lineup started up and um it's kind of like a completely dead form of program now that like Saturday morning cartoons aren't a thing anymore uh, so it's just kind of a fun weird thing to revisit like because no two of them are alike
2: I mean some of them have the same general idea behind them or structure but it's you know what you do with that structure and some like the one the one that's uh, coming up on episode 201 is actually fairly coherent and and does a decent job of showing off what the forthcoming cartoons that thing are that that season are on that
1: network and stars america's sweetheart scott bayo yes uh
2: and, and america's oh. other and yeah. america's and america's other sweethearts boss hogg and roscoe p coltrane
1: so who would have known that scott bayo would end up more problematic <laughs> and Certainly that you look not. at the,
2: and you look at those three actors and it's like two of them are doing a really good job right now. <laughs> they are entertaining me thoroughly. Um,
1: so, yeah. Um, and we reviewed one starring Rowdy Roddy Piper <laughs> a few weeks back that uh, was clearly a backdoor <laughs> pilot for a talk show. Yeah.
2: It was made by the Crofts company. Yeah. Yeah. it was, And here, Oh, I should throw this out there. Um, because there might be a hardcore Weird Al fan out there. There is, there's like the missing, the missing Holy Grail of, of the AB, of, of, of all of the Saturday morning uh, specials, is there was one in I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up to make sure I'm getting the year right. I'm pretty sure the year was 85 and it was a ABC Saturday morning preview special hosted by Weird Al, filmed at Knott's Berry Farm where he had uh, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, like people in costumes, as the co-hosts. And if you go to YouTube and such... You, the, you can find a clip. Yeah, you can find like a six-minute video that has little clips from that episode, but the entire episode is not available anywhere. It was 84, that's what it was. It's um, lost media. And it's, it's so it's amazing that when, I, when we got this idea for the segment, I went through... Uh, there's a Wikipedia page that lists all of these preview specials, and we started from 82. I made a, a, a spreadsheet. I put all the links in there, and it's amazing. Like This is the only one that's missing. For all of the hardcore Red fans who have put everything he's ever done on YouTube... It's like, how is this the one that nobody got a VHS recording of and has lo- uploaded to the internet? Uh, and I know I watched that special when it first aired. I remember seeing the whole thing as a kid, and it just drives me nuts that that's the one that's completely lost to history. So, so there's
1: another awesome one that I can't seem to find. Which one? That I wanted to do uh, a few weeks ago. There's one in which Harlan Williams uh, previews all of the kids' WB shows. Oh, okay. And I can't find that.
2: <laughs> Harlan Williams, who played Roscoe P. Coltrane in the Dukes of Hazzard directed video movie sequel, it all and, comes together. And, and 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 did a way better job than whoever played him in that other movie with Johnny Knoxville. So yeah, um, he's the French steward of Roscoe P. Coltrane's. <laughs> so that 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 reference will make sense after you've listened to uh, episode two hundred one. um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's been real fun cuz this one day I was thinking about the fact that I know that there was a cartoon based on Wolfman Jack back in the 80s and I just started texting Kyle about it from work and like somehow amongst that text conversation this whole segment idea was born. And there's uh, there's we got at least another like dozen dozen and a half of these things left on our list to go through. So at the
1: very least, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, cool. this is
2: this is going to go through at least the rest of the year. Nice.
1: Good. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I found so a ahead. bit of lost television history that I'm I'm anxious. I, I kind of want to track down too. There was a, there was apparently a show uh, starring Tim Conway in 1969 called Turn On that uh, got canceled while the first episode was on the air.
1: <laughs> oh, was that the one where it's like laughing but raunchier?
3: Uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, there's like clips of episode 2 on YouTube and that's it. It's like a 90 second clip of just bits and pieces of it and that's like all that I could find so I'm but apparently like they got 15 minutes into the episode and then like the president of ABC went on the air and said the rest of this show will not be seen now or ever and then they cut to like some emergency guy playing an organ or something like that. That they just had on standby. (laughs) (laughs) I I wonder if the... What's the name of that
2: place? It's uh, like the American television... uh, Historic... No, there's, there's a... There's some kind of museum that archives television, like, I think they're located in the Beverly Hills area, that has, like, Almost everything ever saved, and you can go watch it. Because I remember,
1: it's so some guy's basement.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> me and Stephanie went there and watched because we had missed. You know, back then in like the early two thousands, uh, it was like, I think it was uh, on an. It was like there was the Grammys, and I think Drew Carey was hosting. And then suddenly it was Drew Carey and Weird Al and the whole band of those darn accordions all on stage at the at the Grammys doing some big musical oh, yeah, number. Yeah. And, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so we hadn't seen it, so we went to that place, and we asked them to pull that up, and they were able to pull that up, and we watched it. Like, they, it's you basically have to sit there with headphones and watch it right there. They won't let you take anything with you. And this was before, you know, video was everywhere on the internet. So if that place is still around, I should look into finding out, like, Hey, you got that Weird Al special with the cartoons and the Scooby Scrappy? I'd like to see it. <laughs> So we can add that to our trip uh, also when we go to Santa Monica Pier to play the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, which is there.
1: (laughs) Anyway. Because they won't let us into Nickelodeon to just play it in the lobby. (laughs) Aww.
2: (laughs) Such
3: a crime. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. all right. so Kyle, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
1: Uh, You can get all sorts of my music at tvskyle.bandcamp.com including a new song called Party. Do it right now. Which I <laughs> would put on the FUMP, except for my next available slots in September, and this is supposed to be my summer jam.
3: <laughs> so. Yeah, it's been a busy summer. And also,
1: I'm pretty sure my EP will be out by then, and I'll want to promote that instead. So, uh, at least for the time being, it is only available on my Bandcamp and also other places where you buy MP3s um, or just listen to them. Hey. You don't like musicians having money.
2: Hey, I'll make you a deal. I, w- I have a, a slot for the Tuesday following Fun Fest. Uh, if I have to vacate that slot, I'll give it to you so you can put up your summertime jam in August. Bless you, sir. Okay. Because <laughs> it's very possible I might not have the time to finish the thing I want to finish. But we'll see. But now we're covered.
3: Dun, dun, dun. All right. So we're going to move on to, to news and, and other songs. Um, so, Kyle, are you taking off or are you sticking around? Yeah, I'm going to take off. All right, then. Good
1: to see all of y'all, and thank you again, Luke and Ian, for being on my song.
3: Yay! Thanks for having me, buddy.
2: Hey! I like being on Kyle's songs.
6: Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> Bye, Kyle. Bye. Bye. It's time for Chicago's annual funny music convention, FumpFest. This year, we're celebrating Dr. Demento's 50th anniversary with special guest, radio legend Dr. Demento, appearing live and in person. Dr. Demento will be presenting his Festival of Dementia, signing autographs, and hosting the 11th annual Logan Whitehurst Memorial Awards for Excellence in Comedy Music. FumpFest is taking place August 20th through 22nd at the Westin North Shore in Wheeling, Illinois, and will feature performances by Bill Larkin, Carla Albrecht, Steve Goody, Bad Beth and Beyond, The Gothicle, Ross Child, The Great Luke Ski, Worm Quartet, Insane Ian, Nuclear Bubble Wrap. Carrie Dalby, Ian Lockwood, and a special appearance by Sulu from the Dr. Demento Show. Plus Demented Karaoke, Dumb Parody Ideas, The Fump Showcase, and more. Visit Fumpfest.com to register and book your hotel room. That's F-U-M-P-F-E-S T.com time for
1: funny music news
3: something 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 in the news the Fump volume 87 is now available digitally in the store the cds are in production and will be coming soon this features all the songs from may and june including a video interview with garrett snook of il neige and it will be shipped to subscribers this weekend Ian, I swear to God, all those texts were sent to you long before you joined. <laughs> so, yeah, so while
6: everybody was talking to Kyle about his songs, I kept getting text messages from Devo asking, uh, I emailed you the link, are you going to join the podcast? And I'm like, I think I am. I'm on the podcast right now, you crazy person. What do you? Why do you keep sending... And apparently, all of them were sent ages ago. So
3: yeah, they were cool. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, FUMP eighty seven is is in this in the store digitally, and uh, CDs will probably be up uh, this weekend. Uh, well, speaking of new releases, the Boobles' new album, Booby Road, is now finally available. From Needlejuice Records, it's available on vinyl, CD, and cassette. This is 21 tracks of Beatles parodies about boobs, including My Eyes Are Right Up Here, Maxine's Killer Mammers, Buying Braziers Together, and many, many more. Go to needlejuicerecords.bandcamp.com or needlejuicerecords.com, which also has a 7-inch of All You Need Is Jugs and Dear Prudish, which are not on the album, but you do get them digitally when you buy the album. So And, and uh, of course, all the money from the sale of this album go to Breast Cancer Research. So it's for a good cause. Uh, Amy Englehart and Molly Horan have been awarded a writer's residency in, for September and October at the Bethany Arts Community Center in New York City. They will be spending 10 days working on a YA-oriented musical about teen empowerment, social justice, and ultra-localized Armageddon. Sounds like fun. Uh, So Amy will be available for choral, songwriting workshops, and coaching and house concerts anywhere within a two hours drive of New York City. So contact Amy if you are interested in anything like that. Uh, Details have been posted about the virtual concerts for Confluence. You can go to confluence-sff.org for details about that. Kenny Young and the Eggplants will be performing this Saturday at 4 p.m., If you're interested in seeing Kenny. Uh, FumpFest news. We have a new sponsor. uh, Christy Avery. Uh, Reduce waste and toxic chemicals from your life with Norwex independent consultant Christy Avery. You can find her at christyavery.norwex.biz. So thank you for the sponsorship. Christy has been a long time, uh, big time supporter of FumpFest. And um, was one of our jurors for the Logan Awards this year. She was, yes. So, uh, big-time supporter. Thank you very much, Christy. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Christy. Yeah. And we have a new promo, which you just saw. Or uh, heard, if you're on the audio version. Yes. Uh, I posted the video to Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, if you are one of those people who has a podcast or some other place you can possibly run it, feel free to do so. You can download the audio for the, the podcast for the promo at tiny.cc slash fumpfest twenty-one. That's tiny.cc slash fumpfest twenty-one. And the uh, the video one will be at the beginning of uh, this week's uh,
6: a comedy musician reacts on my YouTube channel. Ta-da. YouTube.com
3: slash insanian Shameless plug! <laughs> <laughs> um, and some upcoming deadlines for FumpFest. Online registration closes on the 31st. Uh, the hotel room block closes on August 1st at 5 p.m. And the video contest entrance closes at, on July 31st. So basically you have about a week and a half to, to finish up everything. And I'm still waiting on a new report from the hotel to see how close we are to our filling our room block. All right, Luke, you got anything before tour dates?
2: Uh, no the I'll if I think of anything, I'll do say it before the show ends. okay
3: uh,
6: I, I, to- I have I have a tiny thing. go ahead there's a there's a new song and video on my YouTube channel in Bandcamp uh, because it had to be out. In time for the season finale of, of Loki, I could I didn't have a chance to put it on the bump, and there was no slot for it anyway. Right. So, because uh, Steve Goody took the Sunday again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, this thing, drawn by Kyle, uh, is is the new song Kang. It's at YouTube.com slash Ian or Bandcamp ca- band is uh, com, And uh, it should be on streaming services at some point. We'll see if that happens, but in the meantime, Bandcamp and YouTube, go check it out. Uh, you can and- also
2: like it on TikTok.
6: You can also like it on TikTok because I have one of those and did that thing.
3: Yes. Kang. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's a that's a great song. I really enjoyed that one. Thank you. I had to wait until after I saw the season finale. Right. Yes, because it is to. it is spoiler filled.
2: <laughs> and and I I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> Sorry. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> that- I that's gonna be the soundbite for when somebody says the right phrase. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's like include the
3: I'm gonna sneeze though. Right. Just <laughs>
2: um yeah, uh, uh, Ian's new song is awesome. I, I am I am all for it. I I thoroughly support it. Uh but I I feel bad because one of my favorite Ucul the mock songs probably ever is their song King the Conqueror. Yes. And yeah. i never I never thought that was going to be something that like would be you know current pop culturally you know relevant oh yeah (laughs) and now it's like i'm a fan of that song as well so so yeah so it's like i just i I feel i feel bad because it's kind of like yeah but this new kang song but then there's this one and i like them both i don't know anyway (laughs) Mm -hmm. we can promote both of them
6: they're both they're both songs they're both yeah yes
3: yeah, I've said it before, but that Versus Evil song is one of my... that, that album is one of my all-time favorite albums. Like it, absolutely, it's yeah. One and of those uh, things where, like, if I was stranded on a deserted island and I could have, like, five albums, that would absolutely be one of them.
6: <laughs> oh, uh, speak, speaking speaking of, of Ookla the Mock, and I guess kind of in this news section it makes sense, uh, if you backed Rand's uh, solo album, his little mini-song collection on uh, Indiegogo, the uh, the I think most backers should have gotten their uh, audio files of the album, and the CDs are shipping soon. And same thing with uh, MC Lars, who'd had a Kickstarter earlier. Uh, the, uh, the date for the album is now for Blockchain Planet, formerly called Fear of a Blockchain Planet, uh, is coming out December 17th, but the backers, if you backed that on Kickstarter, you should be getting that within the next couple
2: of weeks. Indeed, something I think that's worth mentioning um, because just what the hell is going on? Uh, Biz Marky passed away. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like going to
3: mention that. What,
2: can some can we get some security around DJ Jazzy Jeff, please? I mean, <laughs> what the hell? It's like Biz Markie, you know, Shock G slash Humpy Hump, uh, Prince Marky D, uh, D, MF Doom. DMX. It's, 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 what is going on? Ecstasy. Why, yeah, uh, why are all the hip hop heroes dying?
3: Yeah, this is that that was a shocker.
6: It's been a rough year. Yeah, well that one uh, admittedly, Biz was a slightly less of a shocker because he was, about he, a week or so ago people had it had hit Twitter that he had died yeah. and his management went, No, he's still alive. He's in hospice, but he's still alive. Yeah. So it kind of felt like, yeah, it sucks that it's, we kind of feel like it's coming. But, you know, it, it, it sucks that it, you know, had regressed to such. But, you know, it, it kind of in a weird way helped lessen the blow slightly. But still, it, it absolutely is you know, tragic and sucks. I actually met Bismarck uh, once when I was in high school because he's from the Baltimore area. And I was working in a music store at the time and he just wandered into the mall had a small entourage with him, but was, like, not really, like, making it public that, hey, I'm Biz Marquis. He just wanted to come in and do shopping, and he had, like, two other guys with him, and he just wandered around the store, picked up CDs, and I was like, I know who you are. I'm in high school, so I'm not confident enough to approach you and say hello, but I'll (laughs) ring you up. Sure, here you go. And, you know, people, like, let him shop and everything, so they weren't mobbing him or anything. It was
3: really cool, but he was really kind of soft-spoken, really nice, you know. He always seemed like a cool dude, and just... Like, I I will never forget the first time I heard Pickin' Boogers on the radio. Right? Like, I, I, it was 1986. I was, we were driving my, uh, like, I asked my parents to put on Kiss FM, uh, because that was the only station that played rap at the time. And, you know, they and they only played it, like, every third or fourth song, and everything else was R&B. And... And then they, you know, Picking Boogers comes on and I laughed my ass off. I mean, I was in the back of the car in the station wagon laughing my ass off. And I was like, I need to find out who this is. I need to buy this album now. And then I did. <laughs> and I remember the DJ came on and he was like, oh, man, God bless the juice crew. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. All right. Tour oh,
2: dates. This is. Go ahead. Oh, let me just do one more thing if y'all remember a few weeks back i mentioned i was looking for some Looney bin episodes that were lost i still haven't found them uh they are episodes 17 18 41 42 43 and 44 if you were a dementia radio dj you know back in uh you know around you know uh 2002 2003 2004 uh if you may have you know broadcast those uh, on a cdr or with you know sound files and you think you might have them If if you would take a look, and if you have them, and send them to me, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, Another thing I wanted to mention related to this: uh, at some point, uh, about halfway through this the 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 run of him doing that, around episode forty five, he he kind of self-made, like he didn't release it as as like a printed album, but he made a two CD kind of best of the Looney Bin set that was you know kind of a collection of all the sketches he had done you know with himself and with Daniel Berry and everything. So it was a two CD set that he called. Irrigu- irregularly scheduled programming so i have that two disc set and the disc one when i put it in my uh, uh my my laptop to you know burn it to mp3s it had all the the tracks titles and then i put disc two in but there were no titles on that one and i wasn't able to like you know you know back then you know you basically have to go to that uh way machine thing to like find any you know websites from, from that long ago. So, so to add to that other thing, if you were one of the people, he was basically saying uh, he wasn't selling it, he was saying if you want to get a copy of this, uh, just email me and give me your address and I'll burn a copy of the two discs for you and mail it to you is the way he did it back then. So if you got those two CDs and you still have them, if you could look to see if you actually have a track listing for that second album, I'd really appreciate it because I want to add the correct names of those tracks to everything. I mean, I could guess, uh, but I don't know. And and Tony certainly wouldn't remember and doesn't have those records from way back then. I was going to ask so. if
3: you asked Tony, because if he still has them, but I guess not.
2: Yeah, he's uh, I, I was talking to Tony the other day, and he, he reminded me of something I totally forgot. Uh, like, I've now listened through all of them, through episode 78, which was the last one, which, you know, still had great funny stuff on it. Apparently, he and I recorded a bunch of stuff for another episode after that, but then it never got, like, you know, edited and put together and stuff. Um, and he was, it, we had a running gag about like whenever somebody would say something or do something that we considered a paradox they would like disappear and then reappear at a at a random red lobster restaurant (laughs) so we had a whole thing that we recorded where it was like representatives from red lobster were coming to us to you know sue us and complain that we keep sending all of these paradox people to their restaurant because it's just full of these weird paradox people and they're only getting the
6: free cheesy bread
2: yes (laughs) yes <laughs> so he yeah he i asked him if he if he might still have those audio recordings and he says like no they're pretty much long gone so but but just the fact that he reminded me like oh yeah that was you know <laughs> i guess the, truly the lost episode that never got finished but anyway it is it's yeah I'll, I'll i will shut up now so we can move on with the show
3: tour dates uh, on Thursdays online, Steve Goody. That's why he's not here. On the 16th, uh, the 16th was last week. On the 24th in Whitting, Indiana, or is it Whiting, Indiana? I don't know. Uh, Captain Ambivalent. On the 30th in Hopewell, New Jersey, Larry Tritel. And from the 30th through the 1st in Blue Ash, Ohio, Mikey Mason. All right, birthdays coming up on the 25th. We have Austin Ash and Chris Waffle. Happy birthday, guys. All right. Now, uh, I have a pre recorded interview with Steve Goody for his song and uh, Casey from the. Uh, I always forget the name of his act. The Oldest Forest. I always want to say The Last Forest, but The Oldest Forest. Casey was supposed to be joining us this evening, uh, but he's not here, obviously. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play Steve's song and in interview first. Um, Just to give Casey a little more time to join us if he's running late or something. So here is Steve Goody's song, The Three-Dog Night One-Term Loser Magamoron Medley, a.k.a. The Nitwit Whisperer, by Steve Goody. Just
4: an old-fashioned gun law Coming from the crazy GOP Just an insane open carry No permit needed Free-for-all gun law Makes me so proud to live in Tennessee Well, he's never been to Pittsburgh But he's been to Mar-a-Lago And when he visits Puerto Rico He always brings some paper towels In Arizona they keep counting votes, but what does it matter? Ain't nothing sadder. Tucker told me Donald won. That's right, that's why MAGA threw an insurrection. And someone got kicked off Twitter. But there ain't no way Donald won. None, there ain't no rigged election. Son, wash away my sorrows, wash away my tears. Uncle Joe and Kamala. Glad we got Joe and Kamala. Pew anon. They say God's coming back. Pew-hoo, Oh, the IQ points they lack. There's a lion sack of bull crap. Ken Copeland and Al Capone combined. His believers hang on every single word. Says when he's talking out of his behind, yeah, he always has some mighty fine hydroxychloroquine singing. Oh, I'm gonna hurl. He's a nitwit whisperer. He thinks the moon's a plant and his cult agrees. He's full of hamburgers and yeah. cold fat feet That was gone, Everybody give him a hand. He'll be back in August. <laughs>
3: oh God. being recorded yeah 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 i'm here with steve goody how you doing steve i'm pretty good how are you i'm doing good so so tell us about this song with the ridiculously long title
7: sorry about that i screwed everything up didn't
3: i No, there was a (laughs) limit sorry i didn't know there was a limit either (laughs) apparently there's a limit to how long the file names can be (laughs) and (laughs) what is that limit
7: for future reference
3: i don't know oh i got shorter than what i did oh yeah
7: all right Well, I just happened to be waking up one night uh, and I put on some Three Dog Night. Uh, I like Three Dog Night. I found their greatest hits and I was just listening to it. And every time another song came on, I thought of a parody and I jotted it down. And then another parody, jotted it down. Like, I think I have to do this. So I did. And I wore this shirt for the video. You know, a lot of the fans, they want to see the original costumes.
3: Yes. I did. I did notice that you wore that. And sets. The video. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's great. So so were you staying up thinking of Trump or did what did it just like they just kept coming to me? And not
7: that I'm trying to I'm trying not to think about him, quite honestly. Yeah. So am and I. as I say, if he'd go away, I would stop. But uh, no, this was not this very much not a conscious effort. <laughs> <laughs> I consciously tried not to. And then they mm-hmm. just kept coming.
3: OK. All right. Well, you know, it
7: happens. It does. You know, Paul McCartney had yesterday. I had this mess.
3: Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. You got to lean over into your your strengths. You know, that's
7: right. <laughs> yeah, it's best to think of it as a strength.
3: Right. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I don't know what else to ask you about this this song. Good job. It, it's neat.
7: <laughs> I, was, I was shooting for neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I want to
3: apologize. I completely missed your um, your your show with, with Brad. I was totally intending oh. to do it and then spaced. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to buy tickets. And I'm like, shit, the last day was yesterday. I was like, damn it. Okay. These things happen. Totally spaced. So All how right. did it go? How did everything
7: go We with had that? good shows and we got some good reviews and we certainly got better at the show. Doing a show 14 times in a row every single day does make it tighter. Uh, we did it for two weeks, then we took three weeks off and then Uh, two days ago on Sunday, we did um, uh, Blind Lemming Chiffon's Festival of the Living Rooms. We did the show again after three weeks off and it it pretty much popped right back into place, which is encouraging. We had a little rehearsal beforehand just to make sure we had all our props and everything. Uh, And we also learned, don't count on other people to run the Zoom meeting (laughs) because Brad and I are in different places. And when we run it, we know how to switch back and forth, how to spotlight one or the other or both. And man, it was just pulling teeth to get that to work right. But we are kind of hoping maybe delta variant notwithstanding we might not have to do it online anymore yeah
3: we'll see but if we do we're running it ourselves so so wait how do you spotlight somebody intentionally well if you're the host sorry do you just pin them
7: no there's a spotlight feature you have to have more than two people in the meeting so you can't do it in this particular meeting okay but if you've got three or more and you're the host or hopefully co-host can also do it. You click the little three dots at the upper right of the person's window and an option to spotlight comes in. And recently they've added add spotlight, which means you don't replace what's existing, what's already being spotlighted, you add to it. So you can have, I don't know what the limit is, two, two is what we want. So you can see both me and Brad in our separate places doing something in sync together.
3: Oh, that's good to know. I'll, I will definitely try that on the Fumpcast because right. I've... You know, I, I usually keep this on speaker mode. That way, whoever's talking, it just jumps to them and I don't have to do anything. But every so often, it's like I want it to stay on somebody mm-hmm. and it doesn't. So I, I always end up pinning them, which. But that only works I have, for you. Then I, have to, then I have to unpin them. No, it, well, it works for me, but it 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 works well, for the know, cast because it's it's being broadcast off okay. my computer. So okay.
7: Yeah, our audience members want to see what we want. Well, we want them to see what we want them to see. Right. And it's not being broadcast to anybody else. It's just the people in the Zoom meeting. So we need that kind of control. It's pretty easy.
3: Well, I will look into that when we have more than one person on the meeting, more than two people on the meeting. <laughs> um, there was something else I was going to ask you. I guess I guess you answered it. I was going to ask you uh, why you chose to do a medley instead of just expanding out to do full full parodies. They
7: kept coming up with dumb ideas and I didn't yeah. want to write any of them all the way. <laughs>
3: Oh no! I know what the other thing I was going to ask you. Um, your show at the Bluebird Cafe is that ha- is that happening again?
7: It has begun again. Yes, as of this past Friday the sixteenth, they opened up. Uh, it's both joyous and frightening. Mm. Uh, but I, they're they're not requiring masks. They're not requiring vaccines, but they're encouraging both. And I've got my vaccine, and I'm just I just keep reading the statistics. My vaccine will protect me. My vaccine will protect me, and I wear my yep. mask, yeah, I'm, and I'm I try to stay away from everybody. But it's really it's an interesting thing, entertaining people when you know this is Tennessee. Probably half of them are, are in my opinion, being idiots. But I, <laughs> we've done this yeah. before. It's just never been a you know life and death idiocy.
3: It's it's not that much better in New Jersey. I mean, I think we're at sixty percent.
7: We're thirty-seven percent. It's much better yeah. in New Jersey.
3: Yeah. Okay. 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 I'll give you that.
7: <laughs> Plus, we get people from all over the country, mostly country music fans. So, guess what? Red states. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we are at sixty-four percent with one dose and fifty-six with both. So. Okay,
7: that's not bad. So, yeah. And again, you know, they're saying it's a it's going to be a, um, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It is mostly ninety-nine point five percent affecting the unvaccinated. But I don't want to be part of carrying it to other people. And yeah, I don't want- and, I, and
3: I don't want to be that 05 percent either. So
7: yeah. The one, the 0.5 percent of us vaccinated who do get it, 100 percent of them have survived. From what I'm reading, it, it, yeah, it's and really I've
3: mild. heard most, like almost all of them, have been like uh, non-symptomatic or, yeah, or very, very
7: mild, very so mild. We're probably fine, you and me, but it's still come
3: on, you know, <laughs> come on. Uh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, it could have been, it could have been over. You know, we could have had been over in June last
7: year. Yeah, if everybody just stayed put for two months. But no. Yep. Yep. Yep.
3: Yep. Yep. Yep.
7: I blame Tennessee. <laughs> I get a lot of well, why don't you leave? <laughs> because thanks to places like Tennessee, nowhere's safe. <laughs> Where am I gonna go? Go to Tom's house? Yeah, Tom's but you're, in basement.
3: yeah, I'm, I'm in my basement and you're you're in a good place for what you do with music and whatnot.
7: Yeah, it is fairly ideal. It's nice to be able to advertise at the bluebird again with my little flyers. That's my whole promotional budget is I print little postcards that tell a songwriter, the aspiring songwriter, what a good deal I am. If you hire me as your recording studio, Hmm. that's all I do. And I've haven't done any of it in over a year. So I've just been getting by. It would be nice to get, you know, let's have a surge of something that actually pays.
3: Yeah. You wouldn't get nearly the, the, uh, the amount of work if you, if you set up a studio in my basement here.
7: (laughs) Well, actually I might, because a lot of what I've been doing is repeat business or word of mouth between people I've worked with and other people. Oh, okay doesn't matter where they live most of this most of the recording I probably will continue to will be remote. The only thing they need to be present for is their vocal and most people can find a vocal recording studio wherever they live. And they can sit in on the session here, they can see the Pro Tools screen we can you know, uh, stream yard it. Uh, I think there was I'll have plenty of work wherever I am. But yeah, there's more momentum here it is it is certainly advantageous to be here.
3: Cool. All right. so anything you'd like to plug
7: Fump Fest 2021.
3: Yeah, Delta be
7: damned. Yeah. <laughs> you should call a Delta house and throw a couch out the, the second story window. at them.
3: <laughs> I like it. I yeah. And my it new CD. Long, but I do.
7: <laughs> my new CD will be available. Uh, thanks to the duplication uh, genius. That is Tom Rockwell.
3: As soon as you send it to me.
7: I'll be getting you some files within the next 10 days. You said by August 1st, so I, yeah. that's my deadline. I hope to get a little earlier. The audio is almost done. I listened to the whole master again yesterday, and there's just a couple of more tweaks I want to make, but audio good. A title for the album? Yes. It's called What I Did Over My Pandemic Vacation.
3: Mm, good one.
7: Yeah, and it's sort of in chronological order. So a lot of the songs, Trump is still president, and then as we graduate, then I get to make fun of people like, oh, I don't know, Matt Gates and Ted Cruz and fun things like that. And I tried to keep the dirty songs at the end and yet be in chronological order. That's impossible. Cause I swear yeah. a lot during pandemics. Yeah. Um, well, you do what you
3: can. Yeah. So, all right. Looking forward to that. Thank you, sir. And uh, we will catch you next time. Alrighty. Fump on. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous.
4: Dementia Radio.
0: www.dementiaradio.org.
3: Port 8027.
2: Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback.
3: Feedback. Handner Hack wrote. Bob Crane Polka, I think I hear a new Fump-specific sp- uh, sp- Fump theme song. Kelly Dwyer and the Thelma Todd Blues Bad Beth and Beyond with the Bella Lugosi Ska Consortium of Genius, the George Reeves Calypso, and the Cirque du So What sing Barbershop Quartet, the, the Tupac Shakur Shuffle. Hamner Hack has obviously been hanging out with Draconis.
6: I was just going to say, that wasn't a Draconis
3: comment. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> All right, and we already read Draconis's, uh comment, so that's it for the feedback. Um, Luke, I wanted to show you this. My my headphones keep cutting out. Come on. Um, we have... Come on. We have a uh, subscription to BarkBox for the dog, uh-huh. which gets him new treats every month and new toys every month, which he invariably loves. And this month's toys are Space Jam, <laughs> so we have we got a little Tweety Bird and we have a uh, Bugs Bunny with a little basketball and mm-hmm. uh, so I just I, I thought they were cute I thought that's super cute them. awesome and he he's not too fond of these particular toys because they're bigger he likes the smaller toys like this is his favorite this is a pea and it came <laughs> it came three in a pod. And the pod velcroed shut, so you put the three peas in the pod, and then velcro it shut, and then the dog goes nuts trying to rip it open. Then eventually does <laughs> and rips them out, and then takes the peas and runs around the house. So he he loves these, things. like these are, all, and all the toys that are like around this size he loves because he's a small dog, yeah. So that's cool. All right, so, all right. So it looks like Casey will not be joining us, unfortunately. I don't know why he said he'd be here. Things happen. Um, so I'm just going to play his song. Uh, so here is I Learned Everything I Know About the Ocean from a Talking Seal by The Oldest Forest.
5: Out at the end of the Santa Monica Pier, there's an old seal surviving on fish and garbage. he will answer all your questions if you have the time to lend him an ear And he'll provide you with some very useful maritime knowledge So I asked him, what's the deal with a seal's whiskers? To the moustaches of the sea What is the most annoying kind of fish? A clownfish, but you ain't heard from me What's it like to be soaking wet all the time? Well, it's all
0: about ever nose, so oh, I guess it's fine. Water crab shovel from
5: side to side. Is
0: that notorious creepers that waste it all the time? Is it true that if you punch a shark in the nose, it'll leave you alone? Give it man, here it goes. Man,
5: how did a starfish get its name? How high are you? That question's insane. I learned everything I know about the ocean from a talking sea. Oh, and Him, why
0: do seals bark like dogs? Have you ever considered that dogs bark like seals? Have you ever met a manatee? Yeah, I choked on the ashes of one once in the 90s. Is that a reference to that Nirvana song? Yeah, we love them down here, we play them all night long. Are dolphins actually as
5: happy as they seem? Most are chronically
0: depressed, ironically. Is
5: there such thing as a cracking down below? And if so, could it take down a vessel with its tentacles? Yep. Wow, I thought that was a myth. Yeah, everybody does not tell what's eating the ship. I learned everything I know about the ocean talking Oh, and I'll pay a visit I get a At the end of the and then I asked him why to fish swim in schools?
0: Well, that don't learn much, but it looks pretty cool
5: How much horsepower does a seahorse have?
0: Very little, they ain't nothing like the ones on the land How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? Well, if a woodchuck could, I would imagine a lot Who are all those birds hanging out on the rocks? Who, my pelican pals? they're save saving my spot Is the motion
5: picture finding Nemo an accurate depiction of what life's like down below? Well, the
0: story was a little far-fetched, there's no way in hell they would've found that fish I learned
5: everything I
0: know about the ocean from a talking sea so what do you do as a profession? I think the song works better when I ask the questions. How about if I tell you a joke? Is it millennial friendly? Yep. Hey go. What is a pirate's favorite letter? Who I wonder what it could be. Is it R? good guess, but actually they prefer
5: the C. <laughs> I learned everything I know about the ocean. I'll see you. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: Teasing—he's a teasing kind of guy. I have a joke. Yeah.
3: I'm sorry, Ian. What did you say? I said that has some serious bone cage vibes. It does. <laughs> Teasing—I miss Bone Cage. We need more songs by him.
6: He's still doing stuff, but he's doing a lot more nerdcore centric stuff. Yeah. He has a—he has a new channel called Mute Arcade, which does songs with. I forget who he's teamed up with on that channel, but he has also got his own stuff too. Uh, some of them, he—I mean, he—he he posted something on the Fump last year. Yeah, yeah, uh, he, but uh, he shows a up lot of it is hitting his YouTube channel. So, all
3: right, yeah. tomorrow's song is by New Middle Class. Ooh! And wait a minute, why are we on a black screen? Oh, there, there, we are. Hi, sorry about that. Whoopsie, um. whoopsie doodles. <laughs> And Tuesday song is by Nuclear Bubble Rap. Ooh! And next week's Spotify playlist topic is video games. Oh, I have a couple of those songs. No, you don't. No, you need. Know, yeah, I you've do. Never done a song about video games. I, I know you. Wait, no. Am I in the wrong dimension? Am I the <laughs> variant? What's happening? <laughs> all right.
2: You're in the dimension uh, where I released all those songs from that bit we did. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> that bonus track! Yes,
6: uh, Ian, plug yourself. I don't think we have InsaneIan.bandcamp.com, you- youtubecom Insaneian and patreoncom Insaneian. If you want previews of the stuff that's going to be on my new album, and also kind of help me make it, uh, go join my Patreon. Uh, I'm putting out songs as I finish them onto there, and uh, it's kind of like a sneak preview before. I uh I released the album and put them out for everybody else to hear. They get them early on Patreon. Plus you get all my videos early there too and uh all sorts of other cool perks patreon.com/insanian or if you just want to be like everyone else just subscribe to me on youtube.com/insanian and get my songs at Insaneian.bandcamp.com.
3: cool Hey let me last let me ask you um your youtube channel used to be youtubecom Capacity. um yeah did you change that, or did you make a new one? I changed that. You can change that? I changed
6: that when you could change that. Oh, I don't okay. think you can change that now.
3: Okay. Because I was wondering if we should change the Fump's channel to the Fump rather than funny music project. Uh,
6: when when I took over uh, like the behind-the-scenes stuff on the Fump channel on YouTube, <laughs> uh, I tried <laughs> to get it to be just the Fump, and I couldn't. Okay. Oh well so this 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 <laughs> the name that we
2: have now is the closest I could get to us being correct. It's fine. He took over the funk channel, he, he took over the time variance authority, he became the Scarlet Witch. Nothing worked. There's nothing. No, no. Those infinity, <laughs> all infinity things are, Stones are bad or
6: paperweights. <laughs> <laughs> it's all my fault.
3: Yep. <laughs> all right. TV's Kyle is it tvskyle.bandcamp.com Steve Goody, is it Stevegoody.com and the oldest forest? I think is at the But I'm not sure. I know they have a YouTube channel. I, I've not been able to find them anywhere else. Let me check, actually, because I can pull it up on the website. They do have a it is YouTube, um, except it doesn't have an easy URL to give out. So look up the oldest forest on YouTube. They are linked from their page on the thump. righty. And, and were there
2: anybody else on songs who should plug themselves? Yeah. At...
3: <laughs> I don't know. Were there? Hey, I'm the great. Hey, um, I'm the great
2: Luke Ski. You can go to thegreatlukeski.com the Luke and lukeski.bandcamp.com. Yay!
3: Hey,
6: hey, Deepo, I think Luke's being subtle again.
3: <laughs> hey, Ian, did you get my text about coming on the show tonight? No,
6: <laughs> I'm not here. Oh. That's what that is. Oh, my God. Did you get my confirmation or my other confirmation? Yes. Or the three confirmations after that? Yes. And then the confirmation I sent to be a
3: jackass? Indeed. (laughs) Yes. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice.
6: I'm Luke Ski. And I'm also
0: here. Woo! Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say...
4: I don't care who you are, that's funny right there.